Hello and welcome to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary and I'm so excited to finally be back after our long hiatus. I'm so sorry that I've been gone for so long, but I'm back now and I'm so excited because The Bachelor is back on. Although Ari kind of sucks and we're like not that excited about him, we still have a really great group of girls this year and I'm so excited about all of them and I can't wait to review each and every one of them with you today on the podcast. We're going to be going over all the limo entrances, all of the gimmicks, and all of the girls named Lauren and yeah, it should be a good one so stay tuned. All right, everyone. So like I said, I am so excited that we are going to be recapping The Bachelor finally. I'm so sorry that's been so long since the last episode came out, especially if you follow me on Instagram on the I Just Want to Chat podcast Insta, because I feel like once every couple weeks, I'm like, hey, guys, I'm sitting down. I'm doing a podcast. It's finally happening. And then it never gets put up because I have some kind of audio or some kind of editing issue. But tonight, me and my husband Alex that I have with me here today hauled our butts down to Best Buy, invested in a better mic after almost a year of using a seemingly good microphone, but it just kind of like died on me. I'm still not sure what the problem was, but we bought a better microphone. So hopefully that makes things better. And I'm going to invest in good Skype hardware also so I can, or software, I guess that's what they called in the technology world hardware is like nuts and bolts software is things that you use like with the computer anyway i'm gonna buy good skype stuff so we can get good skype interviews finally um because the audio on those have always left a little to be desired so i'm so excited to be back finally and again i have my husband alex here with me one because he's just a great guy and two, because I couldn't find a guest to come on today's episode, especially because I didn't know when I was going to be recording it because of audio issues. So um, let me just think if there's anything that I need to say before we hop into the Bachelor stuff. I don't really think that there's anything. Um, follow the I Just Want to Chat podcast on Instagram if you would like. I'm going to start going like all in, like posting memes and stuff on there again. Um, it kind of faded uh to the background like during this holiday season because we had the craziest month on record i went to chicago our baby turned one and i threw like a huge party not huge in size but like huge in like minor details that no one cared about but like i cared about so i spent a lot of time on it and then of course we had christmas we had tons of people at our house so everything kind of took the back burner but no more 2018 is going to be the year of me caring about my hobbies, which is the podcast. Um, so I have my husband Alex here, and we're just going to hop into the recap. Alex didn't watch most of the episode, and <laughs> to be honest, since this is going up on a Thursday, two days after the Bachelor aired, I'm gonna do more of like a, my overall thoughts. I'll go by like the limo entrances, like person by person. But other than that, I think I'm just going to give my overall thoughts of the episode because by this point on Thursday, you know what happened in the episode. You probably have already listened to another recap show. Um, So yeah, we'll just hop into it. So I guess the first thing that we need to talk about is the fact that it's Ari. I know that I made a whole episode about it. I made my emergency podcast once he was announced. 
and I still don't feel good about it. Like before the episode, I still didn't feel good about it. And then overall, this whole episode, I just felt like he was so boring and he just had no real personality, no sense of humor. And how freaking weird is it that they keep like trailing along his love story with Emily that happened five years ago? Like, literally, he was with Emily. Not that this is, like, a gold mark standard for anything, but when he was with Emily, like, I was in high school. And, like, now I'm, like, a married mom. Like, that hasn't been in school for, like, Time's five years. Changed. Time Life comes at you quick. Life, life comes at you fast. But I'm, like, I don't care about this. Like, I was a junior when this happened. I don't care about, like, what happened to Ari five years ago. Clearly, he has gotten over it. And I know that they had to do all that to kind of reintroduce him to the show and show us why we loved him five years ago but i don't know it was freaking weird but like no one cares right like no one cares about his love story with emily like emily has since gotten married and has like two more kids with somebody else like Mm. time time has passed you know the world continues to turn ari and emily didn't end up together five effing years ago um so yeah, so we get Ari's sob story, and then we get the intro packages from people, which I'm really, like, not going to go into that much because not only did they play them on the night of The Bachelor, but they played them on that weird intro, or what was it called? Countdown to Ari. They called it Countdown to Ari, um, and they played it, like, two or three weeks ago. So the intros of the girls are nothing new. I would be curious, however, to figure out how they shoot, how they choose who's like intro packages to show because they showed a lot of girls who got sent home. I feel like where normally I feel like the intro packages, they want to show us people that are going to be sticking around. They want to mislead you. (laughs) Yeah. It's all a trick. Well, my picks for the winner. mm, Yeah. Both my picks for the winner. They aren't, they didn't get an intro. Hmm. No, never mind. Tia did get an intro, but we'll get into that later. No spoilers. Um, anyway, so, I'm just going to go one by one talking about the limo entrances. Some people were so boring, so we'll just kind of like mention that they are a person, but skip them, but glaze over them. And um, Alex did watch the limo entrances with me, even though I'm pretty sure he was looking at like BYU sports fan boards while yes, we were yeah. watching it. Oh, you're, you've upped your sports no, news just standard. Variety. Just variety. Just variety. Good to know, man. Good to know. Um, all right, so the first person that walks in is Caroline. And before we get into limo entrances, here are some things to note. The limo entrances on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette are kind of like the way that they're produced and the way that they're shown to us. It's kind of like a science to them. The things to look for are the people that come out first and come out last. Those are normally two people that have big impacts on the show. Um, Lauren Bushnell came out first in Ben's season. Um, D-Lo came out first last season. Olivia came out last in Ben H's season. Um, who came out last last year? It really could have been, like, Vanessa or somebody. Um, but, like, they're normally, like, heavy hitters in the season. Um, so you need to be looking for who's coming out first, who's coming out last. Those are normally pretty, like, heavy players in the season. Then also, of course, you want to be looking for the magical music of when certain people come out because if they play like the romantic magic music behind them when they walk out that normally means they're setting us up for a potential love story 
Hmm. At least on like the girl's side of things. Like she'll really fall for Ari. So they manipulate us with the music. And then you also want to be looking out for the goofy music because the goofy music definitely indicates a villain or hmm. just like someone who's going to be like the joke. Like Lace from Ben season got the goofy music. Corinne got like goofy, like she kind of like walked out of the limo and it was like goofy, funny music. Um, so be looking for who comes out first, who comes out last, and then hmm. the music choices. All the music. Yeah, and then the all the music thing really does carry on throughout the whole season. Um, when they have like cocktail parties and there's one-on-one conversations, romantic music. This person's going far. Goofy music, sayonara. Um, have fun selling your FabFitFun boxes because you're not going to end up with this dude. That was a sick burn, huh? Oh, that was a good I one. wish I could sell FabFitFun boxes. I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't hate it too much. Um, anyway, so first we have Caroline who came out first. And that kind of surprised me because I didn't really see her in the preview that much. But she seems nice. And, I mean, they have so much in common. They're a real... Uh, she's a realtor. He's a realtor, and too many realtors on this show. I feel like they ever did that. How many realtors is too many realtors? People have to buy houses. People need. I mean, residential wise, and the represented on the show. Like, if you're gonna complain about anything, you should probably complain about like the amount of Laurens, or I even the amount so. of white people. Like, you could want some more diversity, but I don't know. Hmm. But if that's a hill that you're willing to die upon, then yes, then you can go too for it. Um, <laughs> too many realtors. Alex's f- official review mm. of the Bachelor franchise. Um, anyway, I didn't really see her in the preview that much, but she seems cute. They have so much in common. I did think it was funny how in her intro she was like, "Oh, and I grew up around cars," but like, didn't everybody? Like, I feel like yes, most people could say that. Probably. Like, I grew up around cars. Like. That would like I know, qualify. I know she probably means like, oh, me and my dad, my dad would fix cars in the garage and I'd hand him the wrench. But like, I don't know. I feel like well, some I grew up around really cars. into cars, though. Like, are they really? Yes. Were you reading about it on ESPN earlier? I was not, but <laughs> people, there are people like that. You know that Ari is a race car driver, right? No, We've no about idea. That. You have no idea about this man. No idea. All I know is he's old. Okay. And whitish hair and possibly European. <laughs> possibly. Question mark on that. Might speak a different language. Okay. Doesn't really have an accent that I've noticed. Very observant. Yeah. So he is a race car driver, but he's not a NASCAR driver. Formula One. Is that the kind that does an Indy 500? Yes. So he's that. Formula One. Okay. Okay. But also a realtor. So that should show you how successful his um, racing career is. If he has to have a side hustle. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so I don't know what to think about Caroline. She's cute. She did make a very bold choice um, wearing white. I always think that that's something that I wouldn't personally do. It's a better choice than, like, I don't know, making him smell your armpit, but we'll get to that later. Oh, oh, oh. Um, so the next we have Chelsea and cue the music. They play goofy music for her, so she's either the villain or the joke, but honestly, probably both. One minute in and she needs to quit it. She 
this whole I have a secret that I need to tell you I'm a mystery like I feel like that shouldn't apply to like a kid that should apply to like I have a tattoo of Steve Buscemi on my back or I have seven toes or mm, I used to be a Siamese twin like it should be because hmm. she keeps telling him like oh I have a lot of surprises there's a lot that you need to get to know about me but the thing is is it's that she has a kid but she's like teasing it hmm. it's okay. real it's real weird but I'm sick of her she um she reminds me of Olivia even though I've grown to love Olivia and I know that a lot of Olivia's edit from Ben's season um, was just like poor editing and I could already tell that they're doing poor editing for Chelsea there's a lot of like sound clips that I could already tell are like doctored she like the one where she says I deserve more time because I have a kid like her intonation is like too or like I deserve more time than the other girls because I have a kid at home like it's it's completely different Hmm. And you only Tricky. see her lips moving when she says, I deserve more time than the other girls. The, like, so that clip that they keep playing is so fake. They thought no one would notice. It's a Franken clip. I think that's what Charlene joint, uh, joint. I don't know. She's married now, so it doesn't matter. That's what Charlene from Juan Pablo's season says on her awesome blog, All the Pretty Pandas, if you want to check that one out. I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know about all the Bachelor blogs. Anyway. Next, we have Kendall. She's cute. I like her. Nothing memorable. Skip. Cien, so pretty. Um, I'm glad that we know how to say her name now because when the bios came out, I had no idea how I was supposed to do that. Um, but it's Cien. And again, she's so beautiful. The cufflinks are cute, but I was like so afraid when she brought out the cufflinks and she started talking about elephants. I was like, she's not about to give them like ivory cufflinks right because that's like a thing that is a thing like ivory cufflinks but like isn't the whole thing right now like don't use ivory anymore because they kill elephants for it i don't know so i was like and i'm not even you're already dead then that's fine but i was like if this is true then (laughs) her and the taxidermy girl from the intros like are gonna have a lot in common um but anyway she's cute i think she'll go far maybe like top six anyway then we have Tia. The Bachelor gods have blessed us with Raven 2.0 and I could not be happier. What a gift. Like, this, I know that this isn't a new idea and I know that Rachel was such a good Bachelorette last season, but imagine if Raven was our Bachelorette. Like, how amazing of a season would that have been? Everyone only wishes good things for Raven. She is just so great. And... Now she's, like, found love with Adam on Bachelor in Paradise. That's fine. I know that the Bachelor producers are silently kicking themselves that they'll never be able to make Raven the Bachelorette if things work out with Adam. But Raven pulled through for us in the way that only Raven could, and she had her best friend, like, sign up for the show. And Tia just seems great. Um, Her Wiener gift was amazing because she's, like, from Wiener, Arkansas, which they repeated so many times last night. And you know what? Like, F Ari for not playing along with it. It was so funny. And Ari, like, just got the little wiener. Did you see that joke? So she's from Wiener, Arkansas. And she gave him, like, a little plastic mini hot dog thing. And she said, here's a little wiener. I hope you don't have one of these. And he's like, oh, I I don't have one of these. Like, I feel like. I thought he played it off pretty well. 
Is that how you would have played it off, Alex? I was impressed. That, I think that was a good way to play it off. I think that you need to up your standards a little bit. Okay. Not too much, because I don't want you to leave me or anything, but... Get it? That was a self-deprecating joke um, about how if he upped his standards, he might leave me. Um, anyway, uh, Tia, great girl. And I think about this a lot. If I was on The Bachelor and like I had my limo entrance, I have my limo entrance like all set up in my head. Um, and that is definitely the color that I would wear. She wore like this beautiful like green, green dress. And... It was beautiful, and that's the color that I would wear because it stands out, not in the same way that a red dress stands out, but it's like a fun, I'm here to have fun, and I'm also, like, I don't know, fashionable. Like, I don't know, but... Green? Yeah. A gardener? A gardener green. Green thumb? Green thumb, yeah. I want people to know I'm real. (laughs) Good in the garden. Good in the garden. Good, great homemaker. Anyway... Tia, great, great girl. And then next we have Bibiana. I'm not a fan of her, um, but I think it might just be unfair. I think she reminds me of like someone I went to high school with or something, but I'm just like not into it. Then also she kind of seems like a drama queen in the previews. Um, so I don't know. And her exit limo joke thing was lame. Like you've got my heart racing. Someone had to do it. Unfortunately, it was her. But you know what? Like, I mean, if Tia made it, I'd be like, oh, Tia, such a gem. Raven 2.0, it's so great. But then since it's Bibiana, a girl that reminds me of someone I went to high school with, I'm like, send her home. So I know my criticisms of her are not fair, but I don't care. It's my podcast, so ha. Huh. Next, we have uh, Brie. Uh, she looks perfect, but she bores me, and I think she went home anyway. Then we have Kenny, um, boring, but also cute. Then we have Brittany's limo entrance, and I thought that that was so cute. She was the one that did the thing with the bumper sticker and said, they say don't put a bumper sticker on a Ferrari, but how about one on Ari, because his name is Ari. And then she puts a bumper sticker on his butt. I thought that was really cute. And Ari kind of played along with that too, which is rare because Ari had no sense of humor on the premiere episode, so... Very rare laugh from Ari. He's serious. You said he might be from Austria or something? He Maybe is from Austria. Maybe they don't believe in humor. Okay. okay. I'm going to have all the Austrians in my inbox now. <laughs> Hating. For perpetuating these <laughs> vicious stereotypes. Yeah, it's vicious. So vicious. Um, Austria is shaking in its boots. <laughs> anyway, so then next we have Jacqueline. I thought that she was really cute. And I think that she was the one that made that Peter joke in the preview. Because in all the previews, they showed someone walking up to him and saying, Hi, I'm here to meet somebody named Peter. Because Peter was supposed to be the Bachelor. But for some reason, they cut it out of the Bachelor episode. But I think she was the one who made that joke. For some reason. Because they don't want... But they showed it in the preview. So, like, why... Oh. Like, that's on them, you know? Anyway, but I think that she's cute. And she made really good points about being nervous. So, because, like, all the girls, like, they do have something to be nervous about. But when Ari's like, I'm nervous, like, yeah, it could be the first day of the rest of your life. But other than that, like, you have 30 girls in there that, like, are there for you. They all have something to lose. They all, like, quit their jobs to come on The Bachelor. And you're, like, you have to leave your very lucrative um, Formula One racing job. (laughs) 
Okay, so then next we have Crystal. And Crystal is another person who got the magic music. The first real magic music of the night, um, which bears well for her. But honestly, her gratitude thing was... I don't know. It was just like... It was such BS. If a coach, like a mental health coach or whatever she says that she does, told me to do that, I would just be like, that did nothing. Like, give me my group bond money back. Like, (laughs) this is... This is BS. One sec. Our baby is crying, so Alex is going to need to go help her out. But somehow, someway, I'll be able to carry this by myself. But please come back. Um, Well, all... All of us will miss you. Um, so yeah, Crystal looks like drama according to the preview. And also like I couldn't get over her voice. And I'm someone who one has a ridiculous voice. I say like all the time and I say um all the time and my voice fluctuates and I totally get it. Like the only like negative review anyone has ever cared to give this podcast is that my vocal fry is unsuff- insufferable. But I think I need to direct them to Crystal's voice because it's just like, it was just such like a fake voice where I just wanted to shake her and be like, that must just be so much upkeep. Like that must be so uncomfortable for you to like have to remember to talk in this like floozy way the whole night. Floozy probably isn't like the politically correct way to put it, but I don't know. But anyway, she got the first real magic music of the night, which bears well for her. Um... And she'll she'll definitely go far. She probably should be in my top four, but she's not because I'm not sold on her. Um, Nisha, the blood girl from the intros, uh, was next and she was fine. But see you later, Nisha. She went home. Valerie was cute, but no chance. Also, I just didn't know how I felt about her yellow dress, pinkish red hair combo. Not a choice I would have made for myself, but you know what? She's the one on TV and I'm not, so whatever. The next we had Becca. Um, this was the pixie cut Becca. I can't remember if this was Becca M or Becca K. But I like her intro and I thought that her limo entrance, which was really like the Mustang entrance, was really cute and I'm surprised that no one thought of it and everyone else was just jealous that they didn't think of it. And she also got magic music. And she was the only person throughout the whole episode that I could see that like Ari like had like a thing for. Um, he was like, that was the only person that he really even showed any real interest in, in my opinion. And I was shocked that she didn't get the first impression rose. But I just got to say, in my experience as a human, this is no hate towards pixie cuts. This is an appreciation and a pondering that I just want to have like a conclusion for. Um, in my experience, knowing people with pixie cuts, men just go crazy about it. Guys like will say like, oh no, like I love long hair. Like don't give yourself a pixie cut. But the girls that I know that like have a pixie cut and like the cute little like bone structure to like go with it and stuff. I have seen guys just literally go crazy over short haircuts. Like it's blinder like they have like blinders for short haircuts and that's a totally fine thing I would do it if I could pull it off and I know that that's like a criticism that people that have pixie cuts say they go oh people always tell me if I could pull it off I'd have it then why don't you just do it but it's a true thing not everyone could pull off a pixie cut and I think it's really cute when done correctly and Becca is definitely someone that does it correctly um but she also got the magic music 
Ari is definitely so into her. We'll talk about the excited about being excited thing in a minute, but yeah. So at this point in the night, it cuts to everybody in the house. And of course, it's the, I hope no one comes. And then in my mind, I'm like, we're only halfway through. There's 15 people in the house. Like, are you crazy? So next we have Jenna, um, who is a very weird person. And when she was talking to Ari in her limo entrance, she just kept like flailing around. And all I wanted to do, like, I just wanted to like grab her by the shoulders and just like still her, you know, like I just wanted to like say, ah, just to stay still for a second. It will, it will do you some good, but nope. Next we have Jessica, um, who was cute. She was the person whose dad had met Ari, which I think is like, an unfair thing to throw on Ari, um, especially like night one. She probably thought that it would help her chances, but I think it just kind of hurt her chances. I think she might have even stayed at least like a couple nights um, if Ari hadn't done that. Or I mean, if she hadn't told that to Ari. But, and I don't think that Ari gave her a chance, but also that's like a lot to put on somebody. Like my dad who died had actually met you and it would like mean a lot to me if, we got married, so you owe me that. Thank you. But then also she did the gratitude rock thing, and that was really weird. Like, I wouldn't doubt it if she just went outside her hotel, like, on the way over, just grabbed a rock and was like, I could make something out of this. Um, And it reminded me of a thing that happened in my youth, and I'm going to tell you now, just because it's like a silly tangent, but when I was, like, 17, I went to like church girls camp like I did every summer and it was like me and all the girls that were in like the same cabin as me like we were sitting around like having like scripture study or something with like our adult leaders and stuff and we were all like crying because it's girls camp and like everyone's emotional and I told a story and I was crying and other people were crying and this is gonna sound conceited but like people were like giving me attention you know And then there was this girl who was, like, so weird. She was so weird, and she was always, like, the most dramatic. But she, like, goes to, like, the L wing of our cabin. So, like, away from everyone is, like, oh, I have to go get something for Mary. I'll be right back. So she comes back inside, and she's holding this rock, and she makes this whole speech to everybody in the cabin. And there's, like, 20 people in there. And she goes, Mary... I saw this rock earlier and it reminded me of you and I picked it up because I wanted to give it to you and it just reminded me of your strength because rocks and then she talks to me about like the biology or the science of rocks or whatever and I'm like please make this stop but then she's just going on and on about this rock and she goes this rock is in rough shape and this rock might not be the prettiest rock and I'm like what the heck like everyone's kind of like looking at her and looking at me And she's like crying because she's a good performer. And she's like, and it might not be the prettiest rock, but it reminds me of you. And I hope that you take this rock and you get it polished and you polish yourself and you get it made into jewelry and you wear it with pride and you wear yourself with pride. And you, and I'm like, okay, like, does she think I'm a horrible person that has like no self-respect? Like, it was so weird because I don't know. It was really weird. So if anyone moral of the story is anyone tries to give you a rock unless it's like a a gemstone um like something of worth just run Ari did I take it back Ari 
didn't give her a chance and that was probably an okay thing because she thought giving him a rock was an acceptable gift and to the girl from high school that gave me a rock and said that it's not the prettiest rock but it reminds me of me her of me um i hope that you enjoyed your shout out anyway we had uh markesh i can't remember how to say her name she was okay goodbye or actually she might even still be there but whatever she was from salt lake though but still see ya um olivia was boring bye um next was becca k she had a really good intro she had i liked the little proposal thing it wasn't too much like that could have went one of two ways and it definitely went like the charming cute funny way instead of the this is so awkward why am i fake proposing way um she got a good intro she got a little bit of the romantic music but also she wasn't in the preview that much so i was a little confused but i still have high hopes for her i think i'll Maybe I'll throw her in my top four just because I wasn't too impressed by anybody, but very pretty. Um, then Lauren S. comes out, which is the, par- she starts the parade of Lauren's. She got the magic music right off the bat. Um, and my first takeaway was, wow, she is going to be the top influencer this season. She is going to be the first one to hit a million followers from the season. If she's not the winner, she's going to be the prize the amanda of season three of bachelor in paradise she's gonna be the raven of season four bachelor in paradise um she's gonna be the cream of the crop if she's not the winner but she's actually my top pick for winner so and also i i have a feeling that ari based on his eliminations and the people that he spent time on i kind of feel like he has like a preference for blondes so there's that next um we have lauren J. Uh, she's fine, but I knew she wouldn't last long. Seems like a great girl, but I don't know. And, like, I don't want to be, like, a rumor mongerer too much. I've talked about it in my Ari episode before, but Ari definitely has a preference for younger women. And so I just knew that Lauren, not even that she's old, but I knew that she was going to go home that night. Then next, I missed her last initial, but we have another blonde Lauren. She left that night. Goodbye. Um, Or at least I think she did. If she didn't yet, then she'll leave soon. Then we have um, Lauren G. I liked her dress, but that's about it. See you later. Um, Then we have like an intercut of Chelsea saying mean things, which was something that she did the whole night where I'm like, hmm kind of rein it in a little bit like I know that you want to stay a while and be the villain but rein in the meanness and she said uh four Lawrence walk into a bar that's not a good end of a joke and I was like yeah of course that's not a good end of a joke because that's the beginning of a joke for whatever is walk into a bar like that's like the beginning of a joke but she said that it was a bad end of a joke and I'm like yes Chelsea you're correct anyway I digress Next, we have Ashley. Um, she's cute. And I actually really commend those who wear knee-length dresses instead of the floor length because it's cute. And she also got really good music. So she'll probably be like at least a top eighter. Um, Brittany T was cute. She was the person who did her race car thing with Ari um, where they like did those little mini cars later on. And I kind of wish that she could have done that earlier on in the night. Um just to like make more of an impression but she got to stick around and she's cute so whatever um then next we have amber who made the penis joke um 
she said, I see a lot of D words or whatever. I'm just going to say it once, but like, I see a lot of dicks. Um, I see a lot of whatevers. I hope you're not one of them. And that like really made me think, I'm like, dude, people who do tanning, like people that own tanning salons and like do spray tans, do they see a lot of that? Because I was like kind of surprised. I didn't think that that would be a thing. One of my best friends, like, she does waxing, and I know that she sees a lot of stuff, but I didn't think that spray tan people would. So, really, that's the most that I got out of Amber. It was really just questions, you know? Um, and then next we have the girl who did the pit stop where she made him smell uh, her armpit. And I missed her name, but that's all because... Like, it doesn't matter. She's just going to be the smell my armpit girl for probably the rest of her life. And all I got to say is that was bold as heck. Like, good for her. Not a choice I would have made um, or a choice I would have suggested for anybody that I know, care about, or don't wish bad things for. I wouldn't recommend anyone um, to do that. But, yeah, I mean, good for her. I can't remember if she made it or not, but she won't make it far no matter what. So, whatever. Next, we have Annalise. Um, she was the kissing bandit. She was the only one who wore a costume the whole night. And I thought that that was super cute. And I think that Ari just needs a sense of humor. Um, and yeah, and then later on when he's like, I need to see your real face. And she's being all coy about it. And I'm like, uh, just take, take the mask off. It doesn't really matter that much. But also, it's not that hard to put together um how someone would look with just like the skin of their eyes being shown i was recently watching a movie that i'm not going to name by name but it's about a certain billionaire from seattle who um has a crazy past but falls in love with a college girl um and they go to masquerade ball and uh like the whole thing was like oh i can't tell who people are or whatever and i'm like "Mm, this whole masquerade ball thing is silly they're all in these beautiful dresses and then they're wearing these silly masks to like leave mystery. But you could definitely tell who these people are. I don't know. Little eye masks don't do much. Give me a full um, like drama mask and then I then there will be some mystery. Anyway, I digress. Uh, Annalise is cute. Maybe she'll stick around till top 10 or something. Um, and then last but not least, we have Mikkel. Um, Mikkel is last and that really bodes well which is weird also because she wasn't in the preview that much and i really have been keeping an eye out for her because here's what i know i'm from the same area that she's from i know a lot of people who know her and i'm gonna be like respectful with the things that i say don't worry but and this stuff is like already all over the internet anyway but here's what i know First of all, very cute entrance. Very cute girl. That hair flip that she did was everything. She's one of the most beautiful girls this season. And she clearly has a fun, cute personality. And I wish her the best. And she has freedom to do whatever she wants. But so, I... This isn't a secret because the guy went to In Touch Magazine this week. But so, I know that she is from the same area that I'm from in Utah. And she recently got married and divorced in 2016. She got married and then five months later she got divorced or got it annulled or whatever she did. Um, And then three months later she was on The Bachelor. 
And let me just say, first of all, like in like Mormon culture or whatever, it's really not strange or abnormal to get married young or get married fast or get married to some to somebody that you hadn't been dating for that long. Not that I'm the gold standard of anything, but like, I mean, I knew Alex for like eight months before we started dating, but I like we only dated for like two months. And then we got married after that, like a month and a half later. So like start to finish, we were like just barely under four months of dating each other. And now like we've been married for like two and a half years and we have like the cutest baby in the world and things are fine. And so it really is like normal in like Utah Valley to do that and like in Mormon culture or whatever. So I don't fault her for getting married or getting divorced. If it wasn't working out, that's fine. Um... I the only thing like I do have questions about is like her circumstances getting on the show I know via Instagram that she um is friends with that girl from Utah that was on Dancing with the Stars so I'm sure she had an ABC connection so it probably happened that way um where she was like a last minute addition a la like Courtney Robinson or like Lacey Mark like that kind of stuff but and honestly, like, I don't question her intentions either because no one goes on the show for love. Or, like, maybe some people go on the show for love, but open for any opportunities that come their way. And you would be stupid to, like, not take Instagram sponsorships if they come your way. So, like, more power to Mikkel. But also, it's just, like, a weird situation because it's, like, she got divorced so recently before she went on The Bachelor. That's, like, my only question about it. I know more, but, like, out of respect to her, like, I'll just kind of zip it because I don't know her personally. But I just know things because people talk and whatnot. Um, but I do think that she's a cool girl. Um, so the night progresses. And just, like, some quick things to note. None of the conversations really stood out to me. The one that he had with, um, what was her name? Starts with the J, Jacqueline. I thought that was a good conversation. Um, his stuff with Lauren S was cute. She's my top pick for the winner. Um, the race car thing was cute. His talk with Becca. First of all, I think that this is like the first time in the night and like the first time in recent memory where night one, the... Maybe except for like Charlene and Juan Pablo. Night one, like the guy's more into the girl than the girl is into the guy. Becca seemed like moderately interested in him. But Ari, like, I don't know, must be the pixie cut and also her cool girl personality. But Ari was like so into Becca, whatever her last initial is, like right from the start. So I, I don't know, I have high hopes for Becca and I think that um, it was hilarious when she was like, what are three things that make you excited about life? Which is, let me just say, that's a stupid question. If anyone asked me that in real life, especially like a girl, I'm like, okay, you think that this is a good question to ask people and you think that this makes you sound deep. Really just makes you sound like annoying and pretentious. Like if someone asked me that, I would probably honestly have the same immediate responses Ari if someone gave me like time to think about it I'd be like oh like here are the things that find me joy and then this is what brings me excitement and la 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 but if it was immediate I'd be like uh like my family makes me excited and I like to bake so like baking I guess like makes me excited and like 
I, I watch a lot of TV. So I just sound as stupid as Ari, but how stupid did Ari sound when he said, what makes me excited about life? Um, excitement. So dumb, but also so funny. So I thank Ari for giving us that moment of comedy. Um, and then Chelsea gets the first impression rose, which really just puzzled me. I did not understand that choice one bit. Like, yes, she did get the most time, but she was not up front. And he even said he was like, she opened up, but she didn't. And she was just annoying. Um, yeah, not a fan of Chelsea at all. I don't like her mean girl personality. I think that she seems entitled. I think she's a bully and I want no part of her. But that's just my night one judgment. Anyway, rose ceremony happens and they send people home. And then the world continues to turn. Um, here is, to wrap things up, here is my pick for the top four. I have Becca Kay, who was the girl who did the fake proposal. I really like her. I think that she's cute. I think she's funny. I just started following her on Instagram and her captions are like really funny and cute and self-aware. I have high hopes for her. She's like closer to him in age. And I think that it's a potentially good pairing. We have Becca M uh, with the pixie cut. And I think she is so cute. I think she'll be in top four, but more of like a Corinne top four um, pick where maybe they should be together, but for obvious reasons like age or maturity, that kind of stuff. It's not going to happen, but she'll definitely make it to hometowns, in my opinion. Um, maybe she'll make it to hometowns and he'll be like, whoa, all her friends, like, were infants when 9-11 happened. This is so weird. Send me home. I Send her home. I don't want to be here. I shouldn't make her sound like she's that young because me and her are the same age. But And I wasn't an infant during 9-11. I was six, okay? I was an adult. Um, anyway, the next I have Tia as my runner-up. Um, I love her, and out just right out of the bat, um, she's my pick for Bachelorette because um, because Raven left a void in my heart. But honestly, I I don't even know if our Bachelorette is in this group of girls. I wouldn't be shocked if either one Raven and Adam broke up, and then they brought Raven back, or. I know that they always keep Amanda Stanton on the back burner and they're just waiting to make a single mom bachelorette thing with her. But I feel like Amanda has proven that her relationships like really don't last as mean as that sounds, but she falls too quickly. And then the guys that she falls for are always douches. So I don't know if she'd make a good bachelorette. Um, and then my winner, I think Lauren S is going to take it all. And if she doesn't end up taking it all, She'll be either Bachelorette or the Queen of pa Paradise or at least the par the Queen of FabFitFun sponsorships and Smile Direct Club and Sugar Bear Hair. Although, I think Sugar Bear Hair is on the way out. I haven't been seeing that many ads for them lately, have you? I think that they're kind of on their way out. But that being said, that is the end of my Bachelor recap for episode one, season 22. I would like to thank Alex Arndt for being here for a short amount of time and then leaving to go tend to our baby, um, which is something that I appreciate more than him being on the podcast, actually, um, because I didn't want to put her back to sleep. And thank you all for listening. I promise to have these out regularly. My plan is to watch these every Monday night and then record my podcast immediately after or early Tuesday morning and then get it out. 
Um, just bought a new microphone, so audio issues should be solved and everything should be good. The world will continue to turn and I will continue to recap. Thank you so much. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Mary Pearson Art and follow the podcast at, at I Just Want to Chat Podcast. Um, and feel free to DM me or message me or tweet me at, at Mary Person or really just, I mean, just listen. Just tell your friends to listen. Give a rating or subscribe to this podcast. It really helps the podcast climb up the search algorithm on Apple Podcasts. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. Hope you all have a good night and day and life until we talk to each other next time. All right, bye.